with Harold Ta, Dog Park is the screenplay winner at the LGBTQ Plus Film Festival. We we uh, performed his first scene of his screenplay. Uh, a dog park is about uh, the poisoning of a dog, and basically three uh, people's lives kind of collide, and they are better from it, I guess, in the long run. Would that be a correct assessment? Yes. Of what script is about. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty correct assessment. I mean, I think I think what's what's fascinating. I mean, it's it's called dog park. Uh, because I think it, uh, dog parks are actually kind of amazing places in which, you know, so many different um, kinds of people. Uh, they all have one thing in common. They all, they, assumingly, they all have a dog, right? In, in this case, two out, uh, two out of three have a dog. And, uh, and one of the characters uh, happens to be doing things uh, at, at the dog park or to the neighboring woods of the dog park. Yeah. And so, yeah, so basically, but it's about like, so you, sorry, I jumped, I, I interrupted you, but tell me more about the dog park because it is a kind of a unique, interesting area, right? Where the tell story, because like you said, there's all kinds of, from economical diversity, age, gender, all these things, right? Like there's everybody love, people love dogs and doesn't matter what, where they, where they, what culture they're from. They basically, they meet, they venture in this, this park. So their dog gets the best other day, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah very very true you know i mean the interesting thing is it's based in a quite real dog park uh that is over in seattle i live in seattle uh, okay. and it's in west seattle um and uh i think in seattle uh there are more dogs uh, in the city than there are uh children you know and so uh dogs are a sort of beloved <laughs> presence that's within the city that's an interesting stat i i yeah that, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it's really fascinating. And uh, and again, you know, in terms of the use of space and uh, the sort of lived in places that that, that people are in, uh, a dog park uh, like this, you want, uh, ideally for a dog park, you want a lot of open space, you know, and in this particular dog park, there's a combination of open space and woods. Uh, and um, as you mentioned, like every person, every ethnicity, every age, um, all different people have dogs and it will all bring them together. And so it's like interesting because I think, uh, I mean, William Faulkner talked about like uh, Sunday being the most segregated hour, you know, uh, in America, but this is the opposite, right? <laughs> you go to any hour uh, of a dog park and you'll find people from all socioeconomic backgrounds, all ethnicities. Um, and along with that is um, this sort of the things that happen that are social problems or social issues also come into the open spaces. You know, for example, um, there's also a, a very large homeless population uh, in the surrounding woods and the surrounding areas, you know, and, and that has to do with the housing crisis and the, the economic disparity in this world. But, but we're all using these public spaces. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very interesting. And so tell me what, when did you kind of, when did this idea kind of pop in your brain for this screenplay? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm I'm kind of I don't know if you're losing uh, the sound on your end, but I just missed your entire question. No, I asked when when did you kind of come up with the idea? When did you come up with the idea for the script? Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry, Matthew. Uh, I wonder. Um, I'm wondering if I need to rejoin or because I, I'm I'm uh, like the entire I, I don't hear you at all. Can you you can't hear me at all right now? No. Did you turn off your? Uh... 
take um, unplug um, unplug your thing unplug your okay, unplug your headphones i'm gonna try i'll try taking these off yeah and how's that yeah can you hear me now oh i can hear you now that was real that was very strange something happened Maybe. with your headphones yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So let, 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 maybe we'll start. We'll just go directly with this then. So when did you come up with your screen? When were, like, do you remember where you were when you came up with this idea for the script? Uh, yeah. Well, I was. It was. I was in a dark park. Of course. Yeah. But do you remember like yeah. what was going on? Like when did it kind of pop in your brain? Like this is a this this is a good script. This is a good idea. Um, yeah. When I mean, I think I think it was just that you know. I mean, uh, I think I was a. Uh, uh, a first time dog owner, uh, you know, and trying to figure out <laughs> exactly what that means in order to to care and feed and and satisfy all the needs um, of this this new sort of wonderful, helpless, crazy creature uh, that you have. Uh, and so I would uh, in in that exploration, uh, I started going to our local dog park. Uh, actually, I went to many dog parks and I, you know, ended up going to our local one most frequently. Um, and I was just just the conversations that I would have with people or the kinds of conflicts um, that you'd see at the dog park, whether it was one dog chasing after the other and or, you know, people uh, bringing uh, a dog in heat uh, to a dog park, which is always a bad idea, you know, or, you know, and people just trying to negotiate that, figure things out. And I think, I think what, what also fascinated me um, about, it's like about humanity is that also at a dark park, um, you'll find people, um, the, it, it's not like people are necessarily there to socialize with other people, right? And sometimes the most antisocial people um, are the people that bond best with a dog. Right. And so you're sort of in close proximity with a lot of people that are, that are also interacting in, in really different social ways, if that makes yeah. sense. And so I couldn't help but feel, you know, I think the other aspect of it, I mean, there's a huge theme of this this uh, script has to do with this idea of whether you can accept who you are. Right. Accept your own nature. Maybe you have desires that you wish you didn't have. Because in order to be accepted, for example, the, the, one of the main characters uh, is Vietnamese and Catholic, you know, and what he would like more than everything, anything else is to, you know, have, you know, uh, a wife and to have children um, and be accepted and embraced by this 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 larger Catholic, you know, um, Vietnamese community. Um, but, you know, he has um, he. Um, He's trying to understand his own sexual orientation um, and he feels like he needs to push it down. And I think that what's fascinating to me with with, uh, say, for example, dog park is I, I think if you if you first come into having a dog for the first time, you think you read all these books and you think that, you know, oh, you can train everything out of a dog. <laughs> you know, you think, oh, if you do exactly everything right, then they're going to come out. But then you find out just like people they all have different personalities. You know, they have sort of different ways of interacting with the world. And somehow you've got to find a way to honor that while also being part of community. You know, and so a huge theme of, of Dog Park has, has to do with, you know, is there a way to honor every person, you know, who they are, 
uh, as individuals and still find a way to be embraced by community. It might not be this community. It might be another community. Yeah. You know, I think uh, an example for uh, one of the characters, um, her name is Carrie, is a young woman, a young nurse. She's single. She generally has a lot of problems with uh, intimate relationships. Um, and she sort of ends up, winds up um, in in sort of an evangelical church. There was a there was a mega church uh, in Seattle that sort of fell apart um, a couple of years back due to you know as they frequently do, <laughs> due, due due to different improprieties of the, the the pastors and things like that. But you know it, her desire to be in in her search for her lack of having intimate relationships and her search for intimate relationships, yeah. she sort of uh, ends up in that community. And there are wonderful aspects of that community. And then there are aspects that are not as embracing of um, who she is or, or, you know, or who she might associate with. And so yeah. I, I, I loved just kind of exploring, exploring those ideas with people. Yeah, that's, a, yeah, it's really interesting because I think a lot of us have issues with communicating. I don't think we, a lot of us learn how to become friends with other people and, and like, kind of like there's like, there's some, always some communication breakdowns that, that occur in life because of, because of expectations for someone else and boundaries, all these things, but there's the commonality, right? Like if we have a common interest, we have a common love, which is dogs in this, in the case of your script there, yeah, it's yeah. easier to communicate. There's, there's a, there's a shorthand, right? Because you that's can, right. Because you have you have something in common. There's a commonality, like in terms of like training the dog or the dog pooping in the middle of the night, or all the you know what I mean, walking. The, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, right? Like there's like yeah, absolutely there's fun conflicts with dogs, right? And like in like walking the dog, you know what I mean? Like every so there's a shorthand in terms of like you can already have a conversation with somebody because you have that common interest in the dog. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like and that's, that's right. What, that's right. That's what leads to good friendships and good communication. Yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, I think it's fascinating, you know, when when you have a dog and, um, you know, in Seattle, it rains a lot. So you, you go out at 7 a.m. in the pouring rain. And who do you see? Other dog owners. Oh, right? <laughs> Everybody's walking along. Everybody's looking miserable, but they're there. They're they're showing up. They're doing that. And similar to, say, when you... Um, if you go overseas or if you're living for a while overseas, I lived for two years uh, in Thailand. Um, it's interesting because you can be in a community, but also you meet other people, say, for example, Americans. And you, quite frankly, you would only see differences um, if you're in the United States. You'd say, I don't really want to talk to this person. I don't look like, I don't like the way they look. Yeah. I think they're too loud, all these different things. But when you go overseas and you have this sort of a, a bit of a, a common experience, you actually focus on the ways in which uh, your life intersect as opposed to diverge. Um, yeah. So, and I think that's very similar, you know, it, it, with, with dogs and in dog parks. Yeah. And that it's the decision that you just said that, because that's, that's, like I said, that's the, the, what you said is about, that's about the positive aspects of a human than the negative. Like, it's like you said, diverge, you're looking at someone, you're stereotyping somebody, but then you know what I mean? Like it's like the, the dog, right. it's like like your your script. It's about a positive kind of communication. It's about connection, right? Right, right, exactly. I mean, and, and even with um, like one of the characters when she goes into this mega church, she ends up <laughs> leaving the mega church, of course, uh, in a certain way. When um, you know, uh, the pastor sort of makes a pastor, and you know, things like that happen. But it doesn't mean she rejects Christianity, yeah, right. 
and she she actually ends up going to a very progressive church and feeling like she found a community that more reflects her you know ideals. She doesn't have to give up. It, I mean, th th this idea that that we need to jettison or suppress parts of ourselves. I, I I think I think the big major theme of the script has to be almost like this this radical acceptance, you know, of oneself and others. I mean, and that's and I think what's fascinating to me, I think especially seeing. Um, some people, you know, I've met who are, you know, frankly, perhaps not so comfortable with other humans, right? Uh, but they're comfortable with dogs. Yeah. But then, it, but you see, like, this incredible warmth and kindness and empathy that perhaps they're not necessarily feeling comfortable sharing with another person. Um, but it really does come out um, with their dogs. And, it, you know, it, it's sort of magnificent to see. Yeah, hundred percent. And so I want to touch on what you said in the blog interview. They said you worked on it intensely for a year, and then you like left it, and then worked on it again a decade later. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I I Just really came back. Think about it for for a whole ten years, and then and then basically what what I'm curious what brought you back to the project. Um, well, you know, it, it was interesting because I, I I do a lot of different writing. Um, you know, I've written a musical and a novel, and so and short stories, and you know, just. Um, uh, I just, I, for some reason, you know, I was just, I, I was thinking about the story and I, I pulled it back out because you know, I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> especially in the world of film, it, more than anything, you'd like to see it become, you know, go on the screen. Right. You know, and I, and I wondered, I was like, well, you know, what, what was going on with that story? You know, did, you know, you know, what drew, drew, drew me to it in the first place. And I, I just, I started reading the script again and I really enjoyed it. And I just thought, wow. You know, this would be really a story just because I think here, here's a huge difference is, you know, that that story, essentially, when I wrote it was before sort of pre-Trump years. Right. And and post-Trump years and then through Trump years, I mean, it's a story about radical acceptance and this, this sort of attempt to find ways in which we come together as people. Uh, and you think that the Trump years divided the country, divided people, basically? Well, there's, there's it's more it to divide, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to divide us. I mean, people people dug in and 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 felt like, you know, um, for and there's all sorts of reasons for that, you know, yeah. and not all of them are bad, right? I mean, but people people started saying, well, you know, this is the only effective way or I, I only associate with these people and these other people mean this, you know, so there's a lot of division and yet it's kind of like, let me describe this, you know, when, when you, the, one reason why um, there's a sort of a mega church aspect to what's going on and by background, I'm actually, um, my family's from Myanmar. So um, my background is actually Buddhist. Okay. Um, so, uh, so Christianity for me has been a very American thing, if that makes sense, meaning that yeah. I, uh, because it, it sort of permeates American culture. It's something that I've been sort of encountered frequently, you know, throughout the years. And I still remember in high school, uh, for example, going to a Bible study and the, the people were the nicest people in the world. Other, other high school students were there, sweetest. And then when they went, when they went around in a circle and asked about faith, they say, what do you think happens to people who don't? Uh, except Jesus in their heart. Yeah. You know, and these wonderful, most generous people in the world were like, oh, they go straight to hell. The judgment. They go straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, that's it. You know, unfortunately, if they see it, uh, they don't embrace it in their heart. They go to hell. Doesn't matter what they've done during life. You know, and I'm there. I was sitting there. 
as a Buddhist, <laughs> somebody who clearly has not accepted that. And I was like, wow, you know, it's it's a fascinating thing to feel like you're with people who are warm and wonderful yeah. on an individual basis, and yet can have views that might really want to push somebody out or label or judge. And so it has real impact. But how do we bridge that? How do we start seeing each other's individuality? Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We stop judging. <laughs> that would be super helpful. Yeah. We stop living in fear too. Right. But basically like, uh, but that's I would like, agree with that. Yeah. The, 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 it's, it is interesting. Right. Like it's like that kind of, like I said, I remember, I remember going on the festival circuit and like going through, I'm from Canadian. So we have a very different ideology. It's different. It's yep. like more liberal, yep. more kind of, progressive i'm not saying it's like that everybody i'm just saying i'm giving a general statement but i remember going through middle america and i remember going to oklahoma kansas missouri on this festival run and basically everybody all on an individual basis they were all amazing people right yeah yeah and yeah but then when they were formed into a group right it's like it's like these individuals became judgmental and like looking down on people and like wanted to be like one it's like a power right it's like that's the religion that's it's right. like we're we're the ones who figured it out we're we're going to heaven we're going to live in luxury you're going to hell because you haven't figured it out right <laughs> right right and, and but but you like you said you talk to them individually and they're amazing people right it's interesting yeah like, yeah so. Yeah, I mean, I think that I mean, I think that um, there was a recent film. Um, did you get to see the film um, Minari? No, uh, I wonderful film. You know, I mean, it has to do with this uh, a Korean uh, immigrant family um, uh, down in the south. Um, and it's it's neat because, you know, it really just such, a, such an amazing, amazing work with, you know, uh, being embraced by uh, this community um, and with all of its you know, all of its conflicts and all of its its problems you might have, you would think that, uh, uh, and they do. I mean, they they do lead to huge issues and problems. And at the same time, on the individual level, if so, somehow we can drill down and then move from the individual outward um, and and work with things that are less. Um, what's, the, what's the film capable. called? Minari. Well, how do you pronounce? How do you spell it? Uh, I think M I N A R I. Oh, gotcha. Minari. Minari? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, um, you know, I love that. I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, I, I feel as if, um, like, as you mentioned, it's 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 weird because I think that it's very easy in these divisive times to think uh, about, it's almost impossible not to think of somebody like like coming down on abortion rights as, that's being some somewhat evil, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> there's an evil impact, you know what I mean. There's 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 a huge physical, real impact, right? And then there's also this the odd contradictions of um, if somebody does believe you to be part of their community, the level of generosity um, is amazing. And so if we could somehow explode that outward, yeah. you know, and and have a larger sense of what you know, constitutes one community. Cause I mean, I mean, it's weird to me that, you know, that, you know, it, it's like everybody's family, if you expand it far enough, you know, has some insane views yeah. you know, and, and crazy, crazy things, you know, that are incredibly hateful. And it's, 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 and it's weird to think that the same people who are espousing things that are incredibly hateful and harmful and racist as, as, as bad as you can get, you know, 
as long as you're part of the community, the family, they show incredible tenderness and love and um, and even acceptance. Yeah. Right. You know, whether it's for for drug addiction or for, you know, for other things that are happening. And so, you know, how do we sort of try to pull ourselves towards a sort of our better or better well, selves. That would I be think a nice the, one, the, the biggest answer is basically like, say you're anti, you're, you're anti-gay, right? Like you're, you're homophobic, yeah. but then yeah. you go work in an environment where there's your, your person next to you is gay and That's you right. break up a friendship with them. It's like that kind of engagement makes it, 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 it like it lessens the bias, right? When people get stuck right. in their own bubbles, that's when that's judgment right. happens, right? It's like, and then when they have an emotional connection with somebody who like, I'm using this gay example, and then yeah. they, they, their homophobia kind of like will end up kind of becoming lessened because they have an emotional connection to somebody who, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it's about. It's like, everybody's right. in their own little bubbles now. And that's the, that's the, for me, that's the issue. It's like, when you start talking to somebody who's trans or gay or Korean mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, right? Then mm-hmm. that's when you mm-hmm. get, that's when you kind of like lessen your bias. Cause I think on, like you said, we were, you're talking about individually people are good people, but yeah. 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 And I wonder, I mean, I, and it does make me wonder how that proximity as a community uh, we can keep on having that, you know what I mean? Meaning that, Instead, you know, right now, I mean, who would have thought that with with the online influence or information and the free flow of information, we'd actually become more segregated, that's even the, though we have the access of everything. I it's, think it's idealistically, idealistically, that's the creators, like the creators of the Internet or like, I think they, right. they thought that it was going to connect people, social media. That's connect, right. But it ended up people putting just people back in their own bubbles. Right. And then it's like exactly. divided even more. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the same the same wonderful thing that allows people to say, you know, oh, I love this one uh, anime character, you know, uh, Japanese manga, you know. So all these people who are all of a sudden they they felt isolated and they had nobody else. They found each other. That was awesome. And then it was weird that that we could actually go into bubbles and stay in bubbles. And that's that's what's been 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 frightening, I think. Yeah. Well, it's a great script, and I'm really, um, I'm great, I'm fantastic that we had a t- chance to talk. I wish you the best of luck with it, and uh, hopefully, it gets made, or maybe it will help your writing career. Is your fantastic? Uh, it's a fantastic script and a great idea too. So, I think everybody can understand it, and I think that your th- thematics are are very true to today's world. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for having me uh, on the podcast. This has been such an amazing experience uh, with the film festival, and I, I've just loved getting the feedback. Um, as well as uh, you know, the the scene um, that was that was read by the 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 actors was just just blew me away. Just um, you know, I just loved it. Thank you so much. One, two, three, four, five, six.